excuse me, I've got sinus drainage and it's about to drive me crazy. <clears throat> uh, tonight, I just want to bring y'all a little short message here. It's, uh, I've entitled it, The Lord is My Shepherd. So I think y'all know where this is going to come from. Uh, this psalm is probably one of the best known psalms in the, in the Bible. Nearly, it, it, it's done nearly at all funerals. You know, it's a comfort in Psalms. It kind of lets us know when it talks about the Lord is my shepherd. It's, and, and that's what a shepherd does. He takes care of his sheep. He watches over them, cares for them, and takes care of them. Well, that's what God is doing. And Jesus even said that he is our shepherd. And uh, <clears throat> we're being watched over. We're being cared for. God cares about everything that we go through and everything that we do. I think that's one thing is when we lift these people up like tonight, God hears this. He knows what they're going through, and he's, he's, he's watching over them. He's taking care of them. And, uh, but I'm going to start out. I'm going to read this psalm. It's just, it's just, it's just uh, six scriptures and uh, pretty short, but it's such a, it's such a, a comfort in psalms that I think it is comfort. I know that at some of the funerals I've done, I've had people say, I'm glad you did that psalm. They said, that is such a comfort in psalms, knowing that your loved one is in the care of Almighty God, and he's watching over them, and we know now they're okay. So, but anyway, <clears throat> in, in, in Psalms 23, it's verses 1 through 6. And it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul, and he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, see, that there, each one of these lines can be broke down as to giving credit and giving glory to God. And that's what I want to look at here for just a minute. And I'm, but it's just, it's real, it's real quick. The Lord is my shepherd. In other words, the Lord is the one who is watching over me, taking care of me, guarding me. He is my shepherd. You know, a shepherd, a good shepherd, what's it say in the Bible? A good shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep. And that's exactly what Christ did for us. And uh, it says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. This is the comfort that God gives us, is that peace and that comfort. And it says here, he, he leads me beside the still waters. Sheep will not hardly go around rough and roaring waters. It scares them because of all the wool on them. If, if, if they fall in, they'll drown because they're so heavy, they can't swim. So the, the rough waters and the turbulent waters scares them. That's kind of like when we go through tur uh, you know, rough and turbulent times. We kind of get scared. But when God's peace is on us, it makes all the difference in the world. It says that he restores my soul. 
He forgives my sins. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We now have Christ as righteousness because he took our sins and gave us his righteousness. <clears throat> yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How many of you know that a shadow cannot hurt you? That's what this is for. It's just a shadow. And it can't hurt me. And Christ is with me. He says, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You know, when you know you've got God walking right beside you, what is there to fear? Nothing. He said, and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod was the club that they used to fight off the wild animals and stuff that would attack the sheep. The staff is something that a shepherd would use on an unruly sheep. If that sheep was acting up and trying to get out of the way, that, that, that shepherd would reach over there with a the crook of that staff and get that sheep around the neck and just yank him back and put him where he goes. So that staff has a purpose. And whether you believe it or not, it sounds kind of cruel, but that rod, if that sheep became so unruly that he wouldn't mind the shepherd or anything, that shepherd would actually break the front leg of the sheep. And he'd carry him around until that leg healed up. And that, sh that, and that sheep learned that whenever my shepherd told me something, I better do it. And sometimes, you know, you have to go through a little pain to be blessed. And that's exactly kind of what, what, what the Lord would do with sheep, unruly sheep that would not pay attention to what he's saying. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and he said something in there too, not right here, but he said, and the, it was, I think it's over in John 10, chapter 10, where Jesus says, and for my sheep know my voice. They know me. They say that when shepherds would go into town for supplies, they would take all their sheep with them. And all the sheep, as the shepherds were in the store getting their supplies, would just mingle together. But when that shepherd left, he walked outside and he would holler, Sheep! They knew his voice. They would peel out from all the other sheep and follow that shepherd. His sheep. And those other sheep would just be there, but his sheep knew his voice, and they would come when he called them. So this is what I said. We need to learn to recognize the voice of God. That when God speaks to us and says something, we recognize that voice, and we pay attention to what he's saying. But, uh, <clears throat> but anyway, I want to get on here just a minute. You know, and it said here in this that no one knows for sure when David wrote this Psalms. Some of them think that it was when he was still a young man out there tending his father's sheep. And others think it was when he was much older, in his older age, and he was sitting there as he was writing it, and he was looking back on his life and how God had blessed him, and then he wrote it. Either way, it's still a beautiful Psalms. And we know that, that when David wrote this, this wasn't actually, I mean, David was, he wrote it, but it was under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. This part, this Psalms was going to be shared with so many people, the Holy Spirit told David what to write so that we could enjoy it just like David did. You know what? You, can, can you imagine some of the Psalms that David wrote and the, and the things that come back to his memory and his mind that God did in his life? I think sometimes we need to just to sit down and reminisce and think about some of the things that God has done in our life. 
and how he has blessed us, how he has watched over us, how he has healed us, how he has protected us, and all the things that he's done. And when we do this, you know, that just draws us that much closer to God. When we sit in here on Sunday morning, we ought to be able to feel the presence of God. Just thinking, Lord, I remember what you've done. I remember your love. I remember how you've taken care of me. I remember how you've healed my body. Lord, I want to give you praise. I want to lift you up today. I just want people to know I love you. And, and again, I think that sometimes when God does something in your life, please tell somebody. Give them a testimony of what God has done. Lift their spirits. Because it's certainly going to lift yours. And it's just going to draw you that much closer to God. And as these ladies and men get up here and they're bringing praise and worship, it ought to be doing something to your spirit, just making you just longing to praise and worship God that much more and that's much stronger just because of it. Music is something that draws you in to the presence of God. And that's why we do what we do. That's why these women and men work so hard to bring y'all good praise and worship to change your spirit, to, make, to let you feel the presence of God. How many of you ever just really listen? There's, there's some songs out there that really, I mean, there's some, I'll admit that they touch me more than others, but they do something to me when I hear it. It, makes, it's just like it just draws me closer to God. And that's what praise and worship is. It's to draw you closer to God, to get you in the presence of God, to, to it says that to, to worship God, we must worship Him in truth and in spirit because He is spirit. So we have to let our spirit mingle with God's spirit in order to truly worship Him. And sometimes that music just puts you where you need to be. I know it does me. And I want, I want these praise and worship to know how much I appreciate what they're doing. And uh, <clears throat> so again, thank y'all for what y'all do. And... Uh, but I want to look at I want to look at three things David tells us about God being our shepherd. First of all, God is David said he's my loving and my caring shepherd. I mean, in his younger days, David had been a shepherd. He knew exactly what a shepherd's job was. He knew he knows exactly what God does in his life. You know, David went through a lot of hardships and a lot of a lot of. Uh, troubled times, but when he was a shepherd, he took care of those sheep. He, he was ready to lay down his life for his sheep. If y'all remember, he talks about fighting and killing a bear and killing a lion that tried to attack his sheep. He went in there, he was protecting those sheep. That's just the same way God protects us. God will fight for us. And he fights every day, and he fights an enemy. It's his enemy too, and that's Satan. Satan comes against us daily to try to turn us away from God. David understood and knew how weak, <coughs> excuse me, David knew how weak and defenseless sheep are. A sheep really cannot fight. They are defenseless and they are weak. And they said the sheep are one of the dumbest animals that there are. That they just like don't have sense. They just they get themselves into so much trouble that if it wasn't for that shepherd constantly watching over them, so many of them would die just because of 
of being so dumb. And, uh, but David knew that we are like those sheep. Sometimes we do dumb things, don't we? And we need somebody to take care of us and to watch over us. And that's what God, that's what the Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of you does. He watches over you. He warns you. He gives us comfort. He walks beside us. He guides us. That's the Spirit's job, to kind of watch and take care of us and protect us. And uh, David tells us that, that, that God is our shepherd. It says here in Psalms 100, verse 3, it says, Know that the Lord, he is God. He is who has made us, and, and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. We are sheep that belong to God. We are in God's pasture. He's our shepherd watching over us. And then David tells us that uh, God is my devoted shepherd. Devotion. Devoted. To really care and, 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 to, and to care about somebody, you're devoted to that person. You're devoted to take care of them. You're devoted to love them and watch over them. Well, that's what God does to us. And here, and like I said a while ago, I said here in Psalms 23, 4, he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because I know who's walking with me. I know who's there. I know that his hand is on me, and he's watching over me. There is nothing that is going to harm me. There is nothing that's going to happen because I'm under my shepherd's protection. And I know that he will do whatever he has to to make me safe. And uh, it says... For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Though, like I said a while ago, those are two things that a shepherd uses. The rod for protection and the staff for unruly sheep. And sometimes, you know, have you ever felt like sometimes somebody's just reached out, grabs you by the nap of the neck and yanks you back? Well, that's God. He said, I told you not to do it and I mean it. I love you. Now you do what I tell you to do. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to make sure that nothing happens to you. I'm here to watch over you. If you want to go on your own way, I can't protect you. But if you'll listen to me, I will put my hedge of protection around you, and I will keep you safe. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And, and then, see, this is what this is what Jesus says about Himself being our shepherd. This is kind of what I said a while ago here in John chapter 10, verses 11 through 15. Now, this is Jesus speaking. And he says, I am the shepherd. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. He said, I will die for my sheep. But he that is a hireling and is not a shepherd, <clears throat> who owns not the sheep and sees the wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. See, this was just a hireling. He wasn't a true shepherd. It says here, the hireling flees because he is a hireling and cares not for the sheep. You know, a shepherd had to truly care for his sheep. He had to want them to be okay. He had to make sure that he did whatever he had to to keep them safe and to protect them. He says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep. And I am known of mine. And they know me. It's kind of what I was saying a while ago. They knew him. 
They knew his voice. They knew that when he spoke, who he was, and they obeyed. And, and as the Father knows me, even so, I know the Father. I know the Father just like he knows me, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And when you know, that's what, that's what I said a while ago, that's exactly what Jesus did for us, his sheep. He laid down his life for us so that we could have eternal life. And it's unlike, you know, unlike a hired hand who shepherds only for the profit of it, Jesus shepherds us because he loves us, is devoted to us, and Jesus truly cares and he loves us. He's not just a hireling. He is a true shepherd that will do whatever he has to do to protect his sheep. Here, and, and, and to, show you, to show you Christ's love, here in Romans 8, 38 and 39, listen to what this says. This is Paul, and, and he's talking about the love of Jesus for us. He says, for I am persuaded, he said, or I know that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers. Now, he said, angels nor principalities. Principalities are fallen angels or demons. Nor powers, that's people in authority that want to tell you what to do. He said, it don't make no difference if they tell me what to do. I know what I need to do. He said, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God's love is an everlasting love. And he says, you cannot be separated from my love. He said, I love you too much. He said, I give too much. I know you. I love you. You belong to me. And you will not be yanked out of my hand. And three, God is my shepherd who sustains me or who meets my needs. I probably, I know that a number of people in here have had needs and I know that God has met them. They was in need and prayer went up and blessings came down and God met the needs and some of these needs had been working on for quite a while and been refused, these needs. But when, when it went up to God, God said, I'll take care of that. It was just a matter of time before everything was settled and taken care of. And uh, they know who I'm talking about. And this is God's love. It's God caring. And it's God wanting to protect his sheep. It's him wanting to bless his sheep. And... Uh, <clears throat> And he said, God is my shepherd who sustains me. And then we go right back here to Psalms 23, 2 and 3. He says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He gives me that comfort. He gives me that peace. He said, he leads me beside the still waters. Again, that's the peace of knowing that, hey, everything's all right. My God is here. He's right here beside me, and there's nothing is going to happen. He says that he restores my soul. I've messed up a number of times, but God has forgiven me. He has took that sin. He has cast it as far as the east is from the west. And he's told me that he'll never remember it again and he'll never bring it back up to me. It's gone. See, that's God's love. How many times have you ever done something 
and somebody keep bringing it up to you. Well, do you remember when you did this? You remember when you did that? God doesn't do that. He says, I don't remember it anymore. It's gone. You're free. You're clear. It don't belong to you anymore. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and he restores my soul. Like I said, he forgives our sin. Then he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. We're to walk in the path of righteousness, his righteousness. You're representing God. People see you. You're representing God. Walk in that path of righteousness for his sake because they know who you are. And by referring to us as his sheep, God is acknowledging that he knows every need that we have. He said, I know what you need. I know what you're going through. I know where your hurt is. He said, but I can take care of it. You know, it is so good to know that you have an almighty and powerful God that can take care of any need that comes up in your life. Any need. He said, for nothing shall be impossible for him. We have to believe that. He says, you have to believe I am who I say I am, that I will do what I say I do. Don't doubt me. Just trust me and believe in me and watch my blessings come upon you. When we believe God and trust in God, we are so blessed by what he does in our lives. And we can look back. We can see I can look here right now, and I can see some people that I know that God has changed their life in such a way. They're faithful to God. They walk with God. They're here in the church. Every time those doors are open, want to, to give praise to their God because of what he's done in their lives. And so, anyway, it's, it's, it says here, by referring to us as his sheep, God is acknowledging he knows every one of our needs. And he is willing to provide whatever we need. And then here in Psalms 23, 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not be in need. Whatever we need, God can supply. And that's just like here in Philippians 4, 19. For my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. You know, it's just like it's just like the scripture says, all the cattle on a thousand hills belong to God. They're his. God has no problem with financial needs. He has no problem with healing. God can do anything if you'll just put your faith and trust in him, believing that he can do it and he will do it simply because he loves you. So when we look back at this songs, you know, I get to thinking, I am so thankful and so grateful God is my shepherd. That's what we are. We ought to be thankful and grateful that God is our shepherd, that he is watching over us, he cares for us, and he loves us. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I walk with God. So just keep in mind all the things the love that God is your shepherd he's watching over you when things arise in your life the shepherd knows what you need just simply come to him talk with him and tell him what you need even though he knows but he wants us to spend some time with him he wants us to come to him to pray to him talk to him 
And you know, sometimes I found out that it's just so nice just to go, get on my knees, and just talk with God without asking Him for anything. But just to praise Him, to tell Him I love Him, to thank Him for all He has done. And Lord, I just want to be in Your presence. I just want to sit here, and I just want to feel Your presence around me. You know, you, if, when you really do it, and you really are sincere in your heart, you can feel the presence of God. You can feel it. It'll be a feeling, and you'll always know what it is. Once you ever feel it, you're going to know it. It'll never leave you. It's just that, have you ever had just what seemed like an imaginary hug, and it just felt so good? And somebody was just holding you and telling you it's going to be okay? Don't worry about it. I've got it. It's going to be all right. Well, that's God. So y'all just know, God is your shepherd. He loves you. And he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. But he'll always be with you. So if we could, could we pray? Father, thank you for this Psalms. Thank you for David. Lord, thank you for being our shepherd, for loving us, for watching over us, for truly caring about what we go through what happens in our lives. And God, you want to be part of that. You want to be part of our life. You want to be there. We are your sheep. You want to protect us. And Lord, thank you for loving us like that. Thank you for seeing us as sheep. Your sheep. We belong to you. And Lord, there's somebody out there always trying to steal us from you. But you said, you shall not be yanked out of my hand. I've got a hold of you and I'm not going to let go. So, Lord, thank you for loving us, holding on to us, and blessing us. And, Lord, I ask a very special blessing upon those here tonight. And especially, Lord, I ask a blessing upon those that we prayed for tonight. Lord, you know each thing that's wrong. You know what they're going through. And, Lord, just let them know and feel that you know them personally. You're blessing them. You're healing them. You're meeting their needs. So, Lord, thank you again for being our shepherd. And thank you for loving us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.